As we get ready for the message, let's just bow our heads and have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank You just for the wonderful privilege to be in Your house today and just celebrate and worship You uh, with all fellow believers. And Lord, we just thank You um, for all that You do for us and and all that You are and all that You uh, did for us on the cross. And Lord, we just pray for those who are not feeling well, uh, maybe those that are traveling, we just pray even for the Fagans that uh, are on their way down to Texas. We just pray that you give them traveling mercies and buntings that are down there and probably coming back. We just pray for them. And Lord, we just pray for uh, the Anderson family. And, and uh, we just thank you that's raised with you. Uh, but we just pray for glory and all the family that you'll just encourage them and, and uh, strengthen them and, and uh, that they can just draw together and, and just have a good family time. But, but we just. Uh, Pray that as we celebrate Ray's life, that uh, many, many people will hear the gospel. And we just thank you for the example that he was over the years. And, and Lord, we also uh, just pray for our community. And we just pray that we can reach out to the love and mercy and grace uh, to reach our community for you. And Lord, right now we just pray as we go through some more Proverbs that our hearts will be open and that we can learn and gain instruction. And again, I just thank you that we can be here today. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're working through the book of Proverbs, just touching on some different topics. And I think I only have a couple more that we're going to do. Um, so today it's talking about advice. Would you rather give advice or receive advice? Is it easier to give advice or is it easier to receive advice? You know, that that's kind of where we're at. Uh, it's probably easier to give advice because in some ways it doesn't affect us. Sometimes it does. But advice that is given, it may be exactly what we need, but a lot of times it's what we don't want to hear. Have you ever given somebody really, really good advice, but they didn't want to hear it? Uh, Most of the parents are nodding yes. Um, But that's what we're going to talk about today. So as we continue to talk about the wisdom of Proverbs, uh, the words of Solomon instructs us about advice, the advice that we're going to give, but also the advice that we're going to receive. And so... Generally, we'll ask for advice if we have a decision to make. Or we got something going on in our life, we want to get some good advice. Um, a lot of people like to give advice. Um, getting advice is pretty common. I mean, if you go to Walmart, and maybe you bring a baby with you, and maybe the baby starts crying, you, you might get advice. What's interesting about the advice you get, sometimes it'll be mid-July, be 90 degrees, and you bring your baby to Walmart and somebody will say, I can't believe they brought that child here without a coat. Um, if you let that baby suck their thumb, it's going to mess up their teeth. You ever heard that? Um, but you get the idea. Another way to uh, get advice is to go in for business for yourself. Because there's a lot of people that would gladly tell you where you should spend your advertising dollars. Uh, 
They'll gladly tell you what your prices should be. They'll gladly tell you what your hours of operation ought to be. And it will go on and on. Probably one of the best ways to get advice is to coach a team. Because everyone has an opinion of what you should do and what you shouldn't do, uh, who you should play, who you shouldn't play, all of that kind of stuff. How many have ever coached? You probably can relate to that, right? But the, the, the point of this whole thing is there's so much advice out there and there's a lot of people that are willing to, to give advice. The problem is a lot of the advice is unasked for. And generally, unasked advice is worth the money that you paid for it because you didn't pay for it. But if you take the wrong advice, you're going to be in trouble. And so... What do we do about it? Because every one of us probably needs some advice. And the book of Proverbs tells us that it's absolutely essential to take advice in order to succeed in life. Now Solomon, who wrote most of the Proverbs, he wrote in, in Proverbs 19.20 and Proverbs 12.15, he says, listen to advice and accept discipline. And at the end you will be counted among the wise. The next one says, the way of fools seems right to them, but the wise listen to advice. So the first thing we're going to look at is the need to be selective in who you listen to. Now look around you. No, I'm just... Sometimes it can be kind of difficult to determine who's the best person to listen to or who has the best interests at heart in my situation. Because you can't just take advice from everybody. Even though it seems like sometimes everyone's trying to give you advice. So you'll have to choose to who you're going to listen to. That's why you need to be kind of weary about receiving unasked for advice. Because people who are, who are wise rarely attempt to advise a person unless they ask for it. Now think about that. And the reason wise people don't just give advice without somebody asking for it is because they know that you have to be ready to listen to advice if it's going to do any good. The other option is if you're really wanting to help someone, Maybe you offer, say, let's get together and meet at a special time and place. And you can share some encouragement. Because most people don't want to get beat up with advice. For example, when I was in seminary, we had a professor that was kind of a gruff old guy. But he was very smart in how he handled us. I think of that now, not so much then. But I remember one of the preaching classes, you know, he gave us all these points that here's what you're supposed to do in a sermon, and this is exactly what it's supposed to be. And then, of course, then we'd have to go and practice our sermon, uh, which isn't much fun uh, to do it in front of a bunch of seminary students that are doing everything they can to mess you up. Uh, 
I never did. It was mostly the other people. But I remember we had, you always have one in your class that's, why are you here? And uh, I remember the professor talking to him saying, I got to talk to this guy because he's not very good. But he told the story about one of the guys there. And instead of criticizing him for all the things that he did wrong, he took the guy aside and said, let me share two or three things that you did, you did well. And he said, now that you've done all those things well, I've got some things that I could share to make them even better. He was just wise in how he was handling the situation. Because it's important how we handle the situation as much as what we're saying sometimes. And so before you seek advice from anyone regarding a problem you're having, choose carefully the person that you're going to talk with. Solomon tells us in Proverbs 14.7, he says, Stay away from a fool, for you will not find knowledge on their lips. The Living Translation just says, if you're looking for advice, stay away from fools. In other words, when you need help, go to people who are going to give you wisdom, not somebody that doesn't have a clue. For example, you probably wouldn't go to the Denver Broncos to get advice on a quarterback. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say that. I could have said Kansas City, but they got a good quarterback. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't come to me and ask for advice on how to build a home, okay? As I would say, hire a builder, I guess. I don't know. Um, what else would we do? Um, this will show my age. You probably wouldn't go to Elizabeth Taylor and ask her for advice on marriage. I mean, it's just that kind of thing. So when you need advice, seek people out that you admire and respect who have credibility and maybe have the experience to give advice. Solomon said in Proverbs 13.20, Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. When you seek advice or wisdom from other people, find someone who's probably been there. They know exactly what they're talking about. They know what you're going through. And they're the people that can show you the right way, the right direction. The other part of this is find somebody that you can really trust. Because trust is a big issue when it comes to advice. Now, I want to give you a, a biblical story about being selective in receiving advice. And if you have your Bibles, or your phone app, or whatever you're using, and you turn to 1 Kings chapter 11, We talk about Solomon's about ending his life here. Solomon wrote most of the Proverbs, if you remember that. Do you realize that Solomon ended up with 700 wives and 300 concubines? So some of his wisdom he didn't use himself. And there's a lot I could say about that, but I'm not going to get into that today. But the end result of it is he took on women for wives that were not Christians, that led him, in a sense, brought idolatry and led him astray from some of the things of God. 
it got some of the nation worshiping false gods. And that hurt Solomon, it hurt his family, it hurt the nation. So when Solomon dies, his son Rehoboam takes over. He becomes king. Now the northern part of the country came to him, and here's what he says in 1 Kings, and I'm going to go over to chapter 12 first. It says, your father put a he asked some advice on what am I going to do for the kingdom. And he says, your father put a heavy yoke on us, but now lighten the harsh labor, the heavy yoke he put on us, and we will serve you. Rehoboam answered, go away for three days and then come back to me. So the people went away. Now, so far, he's doing really good in the advice part. He's asking for advice for some leaders that were under Solomon. Great idea for this new king. He's seeking counsel so that he can make a decision on what to help do for the nation. He seeks out these older men who were wise. They were Solomon's aides. And they told him to be kind and gracious to the people. He says, if you're kind to them, they will serve you forever. So he says, let me think about this. Well, then Rehoboam seeks out advice from some of his buddies. And if you go over to 1 Kings chapter 12, verses 10 and 11, it says, The young men who had grown up with him replied, These people have said to you, Your father put a heavy yoke on us, but make our yoke lighter. Now tell them, my little finger is thicker than my father's waist. My father laid on you a heavy yoke, I will make it even heavier. My father scourged you with whips, I will scourge you with scorpions. That was the advice he got from his young friends. Now the problem is, as Rehoboam looks at this, he takes the advice of these young unwise guys. And what happens is the kingdom becomes weaker and it ultimately becomes divided. And so really, what we can get out of this part of the story is beware of the advice that you're going to receive. You need to ask yourself some questions when you get advice. Is the advice I get, is it honoring to God? Is it advice that's going to show who Christ is? Does the person who's giving me advice, is it someone I trust? Is it someone that has experience? Now, sometimes the advice is neutral. It might just be about a decision that's not necessarily... Christian or non-Christian kind of decision. It's just a decision. And that's when you got to look to those people who are giving you advice. What their experience level. What interest of you. Do they really have your interests at heart? Now, I don't believe the advice from the younger guys in Rehoboam's case was the best advice they could have given. It was not in the best advice of the nation. They had no experience. They had no wisdom. All they were going to do, all they were doing is acting like tough guys, knowing that whatever the king does, we're his buddies, so it won't affect us. So we need to seek out the best possible advice, and when we're giving advice, we've got to present it in a way that's not so brutal. Do you realize that it's, it's easy? Well, I shouldn't say easy. It's possible to share 
bad news with love and mercy? That's in a sense how we're supposed to give and take advice through love and mercy. But sometimes you'll seek advice from several people who maybe know the ins and outs of the whole situation, the whole decision that you're looking for. And one of the toughest things about making decisions is where you got people that you trust on both sides giving you advice. Which one do I take? Because I trust them both. They both have experience. What am I going to do? Neither decision is necessarily wrong. Both options might be great. In some ways, that makes the decision harder. If one's right and one's wrong, it's a little easier to make the decision. But sometimes, I guess what it comes down to is when you're giving advice, make sure the advice you're giving is God-centered. And if you're receiving advice, make sure you're willing to have it supported with Scripture. But ultimately, find someone that has your best interests at heart that's helping you. Now, have you ever gone to somebody's house and they have a new game they want to teach you? And so they teach you this new game, but then you realize later they taught you this game in a way that they were going to win? It aids them, not you. That's really not the way that you're supposed to uh, learn how to play. But that is a way to know who your friends are. Be selective who you take advice from. Trust. Now, we have a great label that we can use sometimes in giving advice. And we label it constructive criticism. How many besides me have used that? Constructive criticism. And what do we mean by that? Well, there's moments that we have that we need to hear what needs to be improved. And when we have that, that's that's in a sense labeled criticism. I'm going to criticize you for doing that because you've got to do it better, right? However, um, sometimes we don't want to hear it. If I say I want to criticize every one of you today, doesn't that make you say, wow, bring it on, this is really fun. Well, no, we don't like to hear criticism. Now, in the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon tells us in 4.13, better a poor but wise youth than an old but foolish king who no longer knows how to heed a warning. And then go back at Proverbs 12.15, which we talked about earlier, the way of fools seems right to them, but the wise listen to advice. You can receive the greatest advice that you could possibly have. You can receive that. That doesn't mean you're going to accept it. You can give the best advice. That doesn't mean the person's going to use your advice. Solomon wrote in Proverbs 13, 16, All who are prudent act with knowledge, but fools expose their folly. Have you ever had a situation where you've had to tell somebody 20 times what to do? And for 20 times they ignore you? 
They don't take that advice. And then someone that is a complete stranger mentions the same thing that you've been telling them 20 times and all of a sudden it's this new revelation. Wow! What's your reaction? Well, I'm going to tell you, don't become angry. Maybe you were just planting seeds for 20 times, right? This time they're ready to hear it. This goes really good with parenting, you know? And it might be frustrating to us, but just because you... I had the other part. I'm wandering today, you know? That's okay. There's so much in this advice thing. But, have you ever made a bad decision? I was going to say foolish, but bad doesn't sound as bad, right? Well, there's a lot of people that make bad decisions. But once you make a bad decision, doesn't mean you have to keep making bad decisions. Hopefully you can learn from them. You're going to continue to flounder in your life until you will open your heart up to the advice from great people that you trust, from opening God's Word and getting insight from the Bible to confirm what you're doing rather than just floundering around making bad decisions all the time. Seeking godly people in your lives will sometimes change your perspective on life. Because when you seek people who can give you godly advice, you a lot of times see a whole different viewpoint than others that are in your life that maybe aren't Christians. Be receptive. Be willing to hear what you don't want to hear. I mean, you come every Sunday and hear stuff you don't want to hear, right? But if you're a person who is willing to ask for advice, that's probably one of the greatest compliments that you could give somebody is when you say, can you give me some help here in a decision? Because when you ask somebody that, you're in a sense saying, I trust you. And I think you have my best interests at heart. And there are Christian people, you're saying, the advice you're going to give me is going to be Christ-honoring. So does that person have experience? Do they have my best interests at heart? Does the person tell me what I need to hear? Not what I want to hear. Or are you a person that's willing to tell somebody what they need to hear, not what they want to hear? There's a big difference. And all the advice that we give and all the advice that we take needs to have God in mind. All the advice we give and take needs to be for God, not against God. Because when we're giving godly advice, it gives us a chance for us and for the person to move in the right direction. i got one more passage here. It's out of Proverbs 19.20. Listen to advice and accept discipline. And at the end, you will be counted among the wise. Now, Solomon didn't, in the end, he didn't, uh, he was very wise, but he didn't exhibit wisdom sometimes at the end of his life. And I think we can learn from him. We can learn from other people in our lives. And I think we can also learn from ourselves how to live a life of wisdom. For ourselves, we probably learn it by not doing the same thing over and over again. Proverbs reminds us to seek and accept good wisdom 
today's world, we'd call it advice. So this week, here's your challenge. Wherever you go, and I know some of you guys go all over the place every day, you got something going on, but wherever you go, whether it's at school, at work, or whatever it might be, I want you to offer wisdom and be willing to accept wisdom that comes from God. If people ask you, what's your opinion? Make sure your opinion is God-honoring. Think we can do that? Because like I said, when we get done with this series, we've got two more weeks, you guys are going to be the wisest guys in the, in the world. So there's a lot of pressure on you. We might even include PJ in that too. Strictly rumor. You know I had to, had to mention you sometime in here. So let's bow our heads and have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank You for this morning. and There's just so much when it comes to advice and, and doing the right thing and making right decisions. But Lord, it ultimately comes down to the principle of, of knowing You and knowing Your Word. And so Lord, I just pray that if there's someone here that's got some decisions to make, Lord, let them realize they're not alone. That they can seek out trusting people. Good Christian people that will give godly advice. And Lord, I just pray that as they give the advice, they're honoring to You. And as they receive the advice, they're honoring to You. And Lord, we thank You that we can be here today to study the words together of Proverbs. But Lord, right now, I just pray as we get ready for the, a time around the communion table, that You will just bless this time and, and Lord, help us to prepare our hearts. Uh, for remembering all that you've done for us. In this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.